Hello and welcome to episode 99 of the Medical Device Success Podcast and Videocast. I am Ted Newell, your host. Thank you for joining us today. Now the fact is, women have more challenges in pursuing their careers than men. In the show notes will be a link to the McKinsey 2021 report on women in the workplace that clearly spells this out. To address these challenges, Shelley O'Donovan, CEO, Authentic Influence Group, is creating a life science women's mastermind group in the MedTech Leaders community. And in this podcast, Shelley and I discuss the goals of this mastermind group and how masterminds are different from master classes. And we talk about how this particular group will help the professional women that participate with their career challenges. Now, guys, this is not your cue to turn off the podcast because the elements of a successful mastermind group could pertain to you. Perhaps you would like to start one. Let me know. If after listening to this podcast, you want to learn more about Shelley's group, go to medtechleaders.net. Again, that is medtechleaders.net. There you will find a plan page that is specific to the Life Science Women's Mastermind group. And there will also be links in the show notes to Shelley's LinkedIn profile and her business website in case you want to get in touch with her directly. I recorded the interview with Shelley several weeks ago, and in the interview, we talk about starting the group in late September. It is already late September. The group will start in October once we have a few members on board. Our sponsor today is Biomed Device Boston and Biomed Device Silicon Valley. And on behalf of my sponsor, let me ask, are you up to date? Up to date on all the med tech technologies that could affect the future of your career and your business, like supply chain, new materials, wearables, robotics, cybersecurity, OEM, digital health and artificial intelligence, and of course, startup guidance. Think about it. You've been cooped up for two years due to the pandemic. What can you do? Well, consider attending Biomed Device Boston taking place this week on September 28th and 29th is a great place to network and learn from subject matter experts. Use the promo code MDS22 for a free expo pass at biomedboston.com. Now, let's get together with Shelly to talk about the Mastermind Group and how it will help its members make progress in their careers. Shelly, thanks so much for spending time with me today on the Medical Device Success podcast and videocast and um, talking about a really interesting subject, which is a mastermind group for life science women. Welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited to be back and talk about this new offering that we have. Yes, I know. This is your second time on the Medical Advice Success yeah. Podcast. So it's, that's great. And I'm excited about this program because it also ties into 
the uh, med tech leaders community. And we'll get into all these details in a minute, but just so people that haven't heard you talk before did not hear your previous um, uh, podcast interview, talk about who you are and what you do at uh, Authentic Influence Group. Yeah, so I own a company in which we go in and train mostly in medical device pharma companies and all around influence. So that can be everything from body language to communication to how teams operate. And um, my sweet spot is really working with women because we have different challenges in that space. And as you know, pharma, medical device, healthcare can be just a tough space for anyone. So I like to arm people with the tools to be able to really make the moves and the shifts in their career that they want to make. Okay. And how long have you been doing this? Wow. That's a good question. I, you know, formally I've been doing it probably since 2016 when I officially, you know, put the flag out and opened the business. Um, but I feel like I've been influencing people my entire career because I started in politics and learned, and that's really where I started to learn how to do this um, and why it was so important to just about everything that you do in your day-to-day life. Well, let's talk about your career. Let's talk about how that all started. So, so Authentic Influence Group, you've been doing that for, if I do my math correctly, about um, six years now or so. So congratulations. But talk about what led to that. Talk about the career path that led to that. Yeah. So I um, started my career in politics and state politics. And so I don't know what state politics looks like on the inside these days, but back when I was there, it was a really tough place. And there are just a lot of down and dirty kind of stuff that happens. And you have to learn quickly how to influence so that you can move your career forward. And, um, and just, I was working with legislators trying to advise them on how to move legislation. And so I learned so much in those early years and then went into healthcare, worked for the University of Pennsylvania Health System, where I lobbied on behalf of that health system, which eventually I slid into GlaxoSmithKline and did public policy and advocacy work for them, again, influencing on behalf of my company. And so all of these places, I started to just really hone all of these tactics and tricks and saw that while I could do it for my company, what I saw was people inside these organizations really needed those skills to be able to do it for themselves, right? It's the same, it's basically the same types of things, but you just kind of tweak it for the individual. And it just really is a game changer for folks in their career. Okay, excellent. And then could you share a story of maybe uh, a situation that you were in or somebody that you assisted Yeah. So I work with folks all the time. I can give you one example. I was working with a woman in a kind of mid-level company and she was finding that even though she kind of had all the technical, technical expertise to do her job, she was in the medical space um, within that medical company. uh, She was finding roadblocks to advancing and it was coming down from on high. Like we don't have a position to put you in. Like we can't, even though you're director level, there's no like vice president level to advance you to. And so we worked together and we really kind of honed all of those influence skills, the executive presence, the gravitas. And through that and just conversations of how to negotiate internally, she was able to open up a vice president role for herself. And then she stepped into that role and has been doing, you know, incredible since then. So it's a really a game changer even when you're being told from somebody that, you know, there's no room for advancement, sometimes it's just tweaking those things and making yourself um, in 
appear as the person who can take on that new role and thinking a little differently. That's excellent. Great, great story. I love it. The great way for us to get started. So today we're here to talk about a mastermind group. And this is something that you and I've talked about for a while, you know, putting together a mastermind group for uh, women in the life sciences and in med tech, <clears throat> biotech, so on. Uh, what is a mastermind group? Yeah, so a mastermind group is really a group of individuals that come together to support one another. There's usually a facilitator that facilitates the conversations and also has a wealth of information in whatever that realm is that you're discussing. Um, and so there's lots of brainstorming that happens, lots of peer support, lots of accountability, and it gives folks a chance to really dig deep into the things that are happening within their world in a really safe kind of confidential space that they can have conversations and, and get some real feedback on how to tweak, you know, the direction that they're headed. Okay. You said a lot of things <laughs> just now. So I want to go back and unpack them a little bit. Sure. One thing you said was uh, people get together to support each other and that there's a facilitator. So let's just talk about what is the facilitator's role? In, in this particular case, you are going to be the facilitator. So what's the facilitator's role? So the facilitator's role is to, you know, certainly give any, any information that they need to, to talk about whatever the situation is, right? If there's some research around how to handle something or, but it's also just to facilitate that conversation and kind of coach people through what options could you do you know, talking about it as a group and coming up with some um, examples and some things that have maybe happened to other people, just to kind of give that person a really firm footing of, hey, this is how we can move forward on this particular issue. Okay. And then you talked about uh, people supporting each other. So let's, uh, and we'll get into the size this group could be later, but these groups are typically small. So we'll just tell people right now that we're probably talking about a group of, it could be six, eight or 10 people, but we don't really want it to be large. Mm -hmm. So how does the support work? Yeah. So the support is, um, you know, in the room, first of all, we kind of all agree that this is not going to leave the room, right? So if somebody says something about, oh, my boss did this today. You're not out there on LinkedIn, like trying to figure out who that person's boss is, right? You're just going to let it go, not repeat it. But it's also a point that if somebody does bring something like that up, there might be someone else in the room that says like, hey, that happened to me a few months ago. Or what I think is really incredible is that there's often somebody in the room and it hasn't approached that situation yet, but they're listening. And so three months go by, all of a sudden they're sitting in a room having the same similar thing happen to them. And now all of a sudden they're remembering back like, oh, I remember in the mastermind and they're on the spot. They're ready to kind of shift and do something a little different than they might've, you know, than might've been their fallback before. Sure. Sure. And then another thing you mentioned in that statement before was accountability. So what do you mean by uh, membership accountability? Yeah. So first of all, it's important to, to be there when you can, uh, as much as you can, because you're not going to get anything out of it if you sign up and then you blow off three, three of the sessions or something. But the other thing is if, you know, if Ted, you and I are in a mastermind and I tell you that next week, I'm going to have this conversation with somebody on my team, you know, the next week when we meet, 
someone, whether it's me as a facilitator or whether it's one of the other members would say, did you have that conversation? Right. Did you have that conversation? How did it go? If you didn't have that conversation, let's figure out why you didn't and let's give you the support so that you do it. So really holding people accountable when they feel comfortable moving forward on an issue. Okay. That's excellent. I've got three girls. Uh, one's in, um, you know, a nurse practitioner with a couple master's degrees. So she's really, people just want her to, to work for them. But the other two are in more corporate type of settings and um, they have run into this stuff yeah. and they'll call me up and ask for advice. They've run into this stuff over and over again. They've done well, but it always makes me so angry. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really glad that we're putting this group together. And by the way, I'm not part of the group. Um, you know, this is Shelly's group and I'm just helping facilitate getting it organized and giving a place for it to exist. And uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. What's the difference between a mastermind group and a master class? Yeah. So master class would be more like I have my content, whatever I'm going to teach that day. And I'm going to just sit and teach you. And maybe there's some discussion around that, but it's, it's more about me pushing out information to you where the mastermind is really about us as a group coming up with those solutions. And I may have information that I'm going to bring forward that would be helpful to you, but it's not really about you just sitting there and kind of learning from me. Okay, excellent. And I think that's we hear a lot of masterclass kind of um, discussion going on in the internet and social media and the media and so on. And I just want to make sure people understand there's a difference. This is a group of people that support each other and work together. Um, how do different professionals use them? Like, you know, in when we think about mastermind groups or groups that are similar to mastermind groups, how do different professionals use these groups? So there are a lot of different mastermind groups. So certainly like C-level executives, they often only use it to bounce things off each other because certainly the, the higher up the ladder you go, kind of the more lonely it is with those things. Um, but we also see them a lot with entrepreneurs, right? They build these mastermind groups to support one another. And it's just a unique way to get a support system that's a little bit different than your typical, you know, the, the folks that you're working with on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I noticed that in, in in my area, which is primarily ophthalmology and optometry, that doctors create, they call them study groups, but they're really mastermind groups. And there is there are a couple of organizations that actually help create them for the doctors. And I've been to a couple of these meetings where um, I don't, they really pull down their pants. I mean, they really, they bring all the financials in of their practices. They talk about their human resource problems and so on. They're very expensive to belong to, but um, um, so this is something that goes on all the time. Absolutely. Yeah. It's um, and it's incredible. It really is a game changer for any, any business really, or any career. Right. Right. Well, in fact, uh, uh, just using the doctors as an example, they typically, indicate that from the point they joined such a group uh, every year goes by the return on the investment is just phenomenal because they're like you said they're supporting each other and they're holding each other accountable so um so let's go into some more of the details about how mastermind groups um works you know we talked about the fact that an expert facilitator runs it and that's you how about the meetings? How regular are the meetings? 
Yeah. So these particular master, this particular mastermind is going to run once a week. And so that'll get started probably late, mid to late September. Mm-hmm. We'll start that mastermind group once a week um, and have folks come in and, and meet. Okay. So once a week is a good timeline to, to, for people to think about issues, discuss them, support each other and so on. And it's the, like we were saying before, it's the members who bring up their issues, correct? Yes, absolutely. So each week we'll have members that will bring forward some issues. We'll talk about those um, those issues, try to help support those folks. And I will make sure as the facilitator that everybody's getting equal time over the course of those sessions that we have. Right, right. Okay. Do you offer, uh, you offer some ideas, Do you, any tools or homework assignments or anything like that for the people? Yeah. So it depends a little bit what comes up. So I, I might throw out something for them, like a personality test to take or something, if they find that that's, you know, where the struggle is coming from, um, which could be helpful, but there's nothing that's, there's nothing that's like, uh, you must do this or you can't attend next week. So I, when I think, <laughs> when you think homework, I don't want you to think about it. Like, you know, an assignment that has to be checked off the box. Cause I know these are really busy, busy folks. Um, but I think if you make time for yourself to kind of delve into this, you're going to just, it's going to pay in dividends. That's interesting. A personality test. Well, what I, I'll be, I'll be interested to find out if you actually do that or not with this particular, this first group that we're organizing. But I remember when I used to hire people, I used um, those kinds of tests and it not only helped me hire people for the right position, but once they were hired, it helped me understand that, uh, their tendency to lean one way or the other, and they might need some help in that particular area. So it's interesting. Now we'll take a short break to find out a little more detail from our sponsor. So what kind of company are you? Startup? Emerging growth? Midsize? Large? Where do you go to stay on top of the changing medical device landscape? Well, consider Biomed Device Boston taking place September 28th and 29th where there are multiple learning opportunities with subject matter experts at the center stage, the tech theater, the startup masterclass in cooperation with MassMedic, and the startup stage. You will also find 200 exhibitors with the latest supply chain, digital health, cybersecurity, robotic, and OEM technologies, and more. You will learn about innovative technologies that could impact the way you make or market your products. And you will hear from industry leaders where innovation is taking us in the future. And what about your network? Biomed Device Boston is a great place to meet like-minded leaders and experts. There is a reason that the big companies like J&J, Boston Scientific, Cardinal Health, Siemens, and Medtronic send leaders to this meeting. For a free expo pass, use the promo code MDS22 at biomedboston.com. Now, back to the episode. Okay, so, and like we talked before, the group brings up an issue, discusses it, and you and they try to find a solution. That's correct, right? Exactly. And I may, I do similar things all the time, work with clients. I may give them some examples of things that have, that I've seen work, but ultimately the group's going to help, help them to really strategize and figure out how they want to move forward. Okay. 
And like, what kind of person would think about participating in this? Who who would be the kind of person that might consider participating in a group like this? Yeah, so it's definitely somebody who's career oriented. They're really interested in growing their career. Um, they are looking to advance in leadership or they have advanced in leadership and maybe they just feel like they need a couple more tools in their toolbox. Um, so that's really the the type of person that would be looking for that. And someone who's looking to kind of delve deep into the challenges that they may be having in, in the workplace. Sure, exactly. Or it could be somebody that I'm, I'm thinking about one of my daughters in particular, but it, it could be that they've run into a... Um, a cultural situation that they need to either get guidance to find a workaround on and, or maybe make a decision that it isn't going to work in the long term. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the one thing in my work that I've really found is that um, that's why this stuff is not so prescriptive as to say, like, just check these boxes and you're going to move because cultures are so different at different organizations. And so what works in one organization would not work in another. Right. And you have to know, you know, how to maneuver that. And it's really helpful to have a support system in place to kind of help you do that. Okay. And the, um, we talked a little bit earlier that we were thinking that it could be, who knows, six, eight or 10 people. Um, in the group, but we don't want too many because we want people's voices to be heard. Absolutely. And that's really important, right? So that everybody feels like they get a chance to be heard, get their problems kind of worked on, have some solutions in place that they can take forward. Exactly. And so you sort of hinted at what a typical meeting would look like um, earlier, but let's go back through that. So if let's say the, um, once you got through the introductions of, of the first session, you know, what would a typical meeting look like? Yeah. So first I would ask if any challenges have come up for anybody. And so if there was someone there who said, Hey, had this challenge at work, maybe it's with a colleague. Can I tell you about it? And then we would kind of delve in to work on that particular challenge. If by chance it's, you know, the first meeting and everybody's like, I don't have anything. I don't know what I want to say. Then I I can certainly start to bridge that with some content to just kick things off. But usually what I find when I work with a group like this is it's very quickly people bond. And then, you know, we're right into the meat of like what happened this week and how am I going to handle that? Okay, excellent. And then we've hinted at this, but, you know, what do you hope your group members will achieve? So once somebody has participated in a master mind group like this. And we're talking about somewhere around in the neighborhood of eight sessions. Is that correct? Yeah, probably about eight sessions that we will do. Um, and so that gives us a nice opportunity to kind of get to everybody, but also to have some extra time to delve into. Right, right. And if let's say you didn't feel like the goals were accomplished at eight sessions, would you go another session or two if necessary? Yeah. Absolutely. If folks okay. want to continue and they feel like they're getting enough value out of it, um, we would certainly, you know, continue on um, if we felt like the, the team wanted it or even individuals. So certainly if um, some individuals want to want to stay on and not everyone does, there's flexibility to do that, too. OK, so just sort of imagine a, a woman is in this group, you know, she starts out. She's joined the group because she believes that 
there are some challenges that she is facing currently or will be ch- facing as she tries to achieve her goals, her pro- professional career goals, maybe even some personal goals. Um, so she starts in the group. Eight weeks go by. How should that person feel about themselves and their capabilities at the end of that eight or nine weeks or whatever? Yeah. So at the end of that eight weeks, that person is going to feel like they have a bit of a tool box and, and mm-hmm. they have a support system in place. So even once this ends and, you know, a year goes by, they most likely are going to be able to pick up the phone and call anybody in that group. Um, and they certainly will be able to reach out to me and feel like, okay, I have somebody I can bounce something off of. Um, but also they're going to feel like they made some kind of impact on that path towards their career, right? They have an understanding of where they're headed and kind of some of the things that they may need to tweak in what they're doing. Or like you said, if it's not the right environment for them, they might have an understanding of that as well. Okay. Okay. Excellent. That's great. And that's, that's what I would hope that, you know, somebody would leave with, and especially the contacts that they made, the, the new connections, because sometimes it depends on what company you're in, but sometimes being a, a woman in a, in a aspiring, maybe you're in a leadership position, you aspire to have more leadership responsibilities as time goes on, but sometimes that's a lonely position to be in. Absolutely. And then what is the investment for somebody that is interested in this? And before you answer that, I just, I do want to say that, uh, which we hinted at earlier, there are some mastermind groups that cost that at the C-suite level or whatever, where people are paying, you know, thousands of dollars to, um, to participate in, but what, what is the investment we're looking at for these uh, ladies? Yeah, so it it'll break down to about thirty eight dollars a session. So that's okay. not a, a huge investment, at least for this first round, right? And um, and I think that that's really important because we want people to feel like they're getting value, um, and and to also just be able to advance in their careers. Okay, and then this is going to start about when are we looking at starting this? Yeah, probably the end of September, and so. Okay. Um, We'll run for an hour on a weekday. I'm suspecting it might be on Fridays. Okay. We haven't discussed that yet, but um, that would run, you know, for an hour. Hopefully folks can make it. Um, and if somebody misses, I'd be happy to catch them up with a, you know, quick conversation too, if they happen to miss that week. Okay. Okay. Very good. Um, one of the things I wanted to mention to people is that this is inside the MedTech Leaders community. And inside that community, we have an area that we call mastermind groups. And this will actually be the first mastermind group in that group area. And what that means is this group has a private area to go. I just want to make sure people understand that it's a private area they can go into. Only they and Shelly will be members of this group and they can uh, communicate within that group. They can actually if they want to, they can chat within the group or put up, um, let's say they wanted to share something with everybody in the group. They could post it and share it. Maybe they see an interesting article or whatever, or they say, this is my challenge for the next session. I just ran into this. Only the people in the group will see that information because it'll be a private group. So I just want to make sure that's really clear to people. And that group is theirs and Shelley's. It's, you know, nobody else can see that. Nobody else in the med tech leaders community can 
participate in that particular group. Any, any other final thoughts on the whole concept of the mastermind um, group, Shelley? No, I'm just, I'm really excited and I'm excited to see who wants to join. Um, if anybody has any questions, they can try to reach out to me or they can reach out to you. And, um, and I think, like you said, having that kind of quiet space, that safe, confidential space is going to be really key to helping everyone feel like they're getting what they need and that they can get the support and hopefully move their career forward. Exactly. And I will have links to Shelly's LinkedIn profile. So if people want to address her there, they can. I'll have a link to the um, Authentic Influence Group website. So they can you can also contact Shelly there as well. And we will have um, links to the MedTech Leaders. Um, there's a special landing page for this particular group where Shelly has a small video and we have other details about, about the, the group. So... Um, all those things will be available uh, to people that have any interest in this. Excellent. Yeah. So, Shelly, thanks so much uh, for your time today. I, I'm really excited about this. I can't wait to see the group come together and uh, and hear about how it goes. I'm, I'm obviously you're not going to share any details with me because it's all private. But just to know in general that that people get value out of it and and move forward um, in their careers. Exactly. Absolutely. Thank you. Does this sound interesting? I am confident that the women that participate in this group will learn valuable skills and tactics to help with their careers, and they might make some interesting new friends. If we fill this small group quickly, we will create more groups. To learn more, go to medtechleaders.net for an introduction to the MedTech Leaders community and specifically the Life Science Women's Mastermind Group. Would you like to start a mastermind group of your own? Let me know. We can talk about it. Thanks for spending time with me and Shelly today. Now go win your week. Mm-hmm.